getting clients to draw to what you have to say and getting your, your voice and your message out there, if you don't have that and or if you're not paying attention to that, then you're not going to have clients. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours, strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I have my most amazing guest, Lori Lyons. Lori, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Michelle. It's fun. Going to be this is going to be a fun time. Yeah, it will be. So, give everybody the five thousand foot view of who you are and what you love to do. Yeah, um, my name is Lori Lyons. I own Igniting Your Business and Make Your Marketing Simple, which is you know the how everybody starts. Um, but very quickly, the five thousand foot view is I was an entrepreneur and back in the nineties before the word entrepreneur, I think was even invented <laughs> when people, you know, when I worked from home, you know, people were like, you work from where, why are, why don't you go into an office? So I know it's weird. Um, and I actually had a little closet in my basement that was great <laughs> window office, everything. And I sold marketing packaging. I sold binders and folders and, and video and, and ultimately DVD packaging. And then this little thing called the internet came along. And about 2006, I figured out it wasn't going to go anywhere. So I, you know, in 2006, I made a real shift in my business. I, I didn't just pivot. I swiveled and I like closed up shop because it's like, you know, I either had to totally reinvent my business or I had to figure out something else. So I took a break, stepped back. And then in 2010, I went to work for a digital marketing company. I actually went to work for somebody else. Oh, I know <laughs> it was a hard couple of years, but I learned the digital marketing business. I learned websites. I learned, and it, it really kind of brought in everything that I had done in my past. It brought in the marketing. It brought in, you know, it packaging in a way. And it, you know, talked about, we talked about how to bring best foot forward on a website. It's just, instead of doing it visually, it was on digitally. So when I started, I knew nothing. I remember my very first call that day was, can you help me with my email? I was like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I slowly, but surely talked my, you know, taught myself how to do websites. Cause my role was an account manager. I was going to, you know, help customers and, and get things done. But I realized that if I would learn a little bit about the back end of a website, if a client called and said, I just need this one word changed, I wouldn't have to put them through the system. And it could take 48 to 72 hours to change that one little word. So I learned how to do it. And then I learned a little more and a little more. And, and you know, at the time, YouTube was really a lot of geeky people talking about geeky stuff. So I'd go on YouTube and learn how to do stuff because they were talking about this new, you know, this thing called WordPress that had been around for a while, but it was really starting to become, you know, um, front and center for websites. So that's really kind of how I got my start in digital marketing, digital marketing. And in 2013, I was laid off because I wasn't technical enough. So my response was, Hmm, hold my beer. What you don't know is I've been becoming technical the last couple of years. So I started building websites on my own. I, you know, I didn't have a non-compete, so I didn't have to worry about that. And I, you know, somebody called me and said, hey, I'm looking for one. And I'm like, well, I've never built one, but if you're patient, I'll be happy to, you know, 
you can be my guinea pig. And I did. It took me a while. And he, his comment was, um, this was 2013. He said, I built my original website in 2003. This is 10 years later. I think I can wait a couple of months. I'm okay. So, <laughs> so not only did he, did I build his website, but he actually paid me. And then from then on, it just kind of revolved from there. And then in 2016, a 15, somewhere around in there, became a, an official company and did it on my own. So yeah, so it was a little bit of a learning in the process. So very long story condensed as quickly as <laughs> Well, no, that's great because you went, you delved into how you got into all of that. So who do you love to serve in sport now? Who do you, who do you work with? Yeah, it's, you know, I've discovered over the years that as, as working with, with my company and myself, I really enjoyed the strategy of the marketing. I've really enjoyed helping small business owners to, to, especially solopreneurs that are, you know, one or two that don't have a full marketing team that are trying to struggle how to do it all themselves. And, you know, it's confusing and, and overwhelming and all the stuff that's out there and really helping them to find their path and coming up some strategies that, that will work for them. And it just came out naturally of working with a website because that's what you get into. You get into the strategies, you get into who their clients are. And so that's really my sweet spot is, you know, there are people out there that will build a lot better website than my company does. Not many, but there are a few, <laughs> but it's, you know, we, we bring with it all the, the back end marketing for small businesses. Nice. I love that. So when you're working with somebody, what do you find are the biggest mistakes people are making, especially in developing their websites? Um, they're still trying to talk about them. They're still, it's still all about them. You know, and that was that was relevant, you know, five or six years ago when when websites were still brochure informational websites. But today it's so involved, it's revolved around the, you know, who is your ideal client? What are the problems that you solve? What are the solutions you provide? And I take it a step further and tell them that it's not just the problems and solutions, it's the symptoms of those problems where the gold is. If you can really get, I had a client one time who said, oh, I help clients with self, I help people with self-sabotage. Well, nobody comes to you and says, I'm self-sabotaging. I need help. But what they do is they, I can't sleep. I can't move forward. I, you know, I'm blah, blah, blah. These are all the symptoms of self-sabotage. And that's what you talk to. And I think that's the biggest mistake I see people making still to this day. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think it's difficult for people to understand what they're clients are going through, especially before they come to them, because they're so used to talking about how they can solve their problems as opposed to delving into what are your problems and, and how are you experiencing those? So when you're working with somebody, how do you get them to get in touch with their clients? By, by simply going back to the basics and let's sit and talk about what the problems are, what the symptoms are, and what the solutions are. And then we look at it and we open that up. So how can you use your website or how can you use your marketing to address those symptoms and bring people in? And we really kind of get deep onto that. And that's one of, you know, going back to, to the question earlier is what's your superpower is that's where I can really dive in. And, and I, for some reason, you know, when you're talking to different industries, I, I've been around enough that I can kind of hone in and I can figure out what the problems because when it gets right down to it, 90% of the businesses in the world all have the same problems. <laughs> so it's just yep. adjusting them to theirs. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I find that when, uh, and maybe it was always like this, but I'm finding more and more that marketing is almost becoming a 
not a make work project, but it's, it's almost like it's a business unto itself. You have to do the work of marketing and then you have to do the work of fulfillment. <laughs> it's like there's, right. there's a whole other kind of thing going on there. Um, talk to me about one, how do you get people to wrap their head around that? Because it's, it's almost like wearing a different hat. Yeah. Well, it yeah. is wearing a different hat because you're trying to figure out that, that problem thing. And then you have to jump into the fulfillment, which is then the solution. Right. How do they manage that back and forth? Strategy versus tactic. Yeah. It's, it's, we get into this, this mindset of budget is a concern. Oh, anybody can do this. Oh, I can do my own thing because it's got to be easy. Right. So, you know, it, and it's, when you think about what marketing is, bringing clients to your business, getting clients to draw to what you have to say and getting your, your voice and your message out there, if you don't have that and or if you're not paying attention to that, then you're not going to have clients because if you don't have clients, you don't get sales. If you don't have sales, you don't have profits. If you don't have profits, you don't stay in business. So to go back to your original question and say, all right, how do you, how do you, make all this merry and make all this work together, you make it simple. You know, I'm part of my, my business is make your marketing simple because there's so much out there and we get so overwhelmed and we get so into the shoulda, coulda, woulda that we think we got to do it all. Oh, well, I should do this. I should do this because Michelle's doing this and she's having good results for it for her business. That means it's got to work for me, right? And she can do it. I can do it. So I'm going to go do it, even though it's totally wrong for my business. So I think that's one of the biggest mistakes business owners make is they, they look at the world around them and say, this is working for everybody, but it's not necessarily what's best for you. And you go waste all the time and the money on something that totally doesn't work for you. Absolutely. So give us an example of one of your Cinderella stories, one of your clients. Yeah. Um, I had this recently or one of my clients, she is, she's awesome. Love her. She, she sells a product that is cleaning. It's, it's a cleaning product that's totally natural made from all organic. And so, you know, you can, you can clean your floors with it and know that your kids or your grandkids can crawl on the floor and not worry about chemicals being absorbed. Your pets can walk on it. And she had a GoDaddy website builder and she was selling her products or trying to sell her products through a GoDaddy website builder. And, you know, she's, she was at a point in her business where she really needed to upscale and she needed to say, this is who my target audience is. They're willing to pay, you know, $25 a bottle for this. And there was a unique unique um, piece about this, that once you pay for the set, you pay for the bottle, the spray bottle, and then you pay for the vial, the vials you can get on subscription and a $3 vial, you half of it will refill your bottle with water. So it's really, it's, it's a, it's a cost up front. That's a little, you know, like, wow, I can go to Walmart and buy a bottle of, of, you know, whatever, kaboom (laughs) for $4. Why would I pay this because of all the benefits to it? So she had a higher end end market and she was selling it on a homemade website. So once we, we came in and switched over and gave her a process and a system that worked in an upscaled her, her message, her branding, her marketing, she already had some good branding. She just had to present it to the world better. So now that we're done with all of that, she's out there selling it. She's, you know, rocking it on TikTok and, you know, doing all the things that are bringing in her business in. So, so that was a fun Cinderella story. 
Nice. I love that. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having and thinking, oh my God, Lori, I need you so badly. Yeah. It's getting out of that mindset. If it's, 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 it's all about me. It's that, you know, it goes back to what we said earlier that everything is not about you. In fact, none of it's about you. (laughs) It's all about how I serve you. And so that's one of the biggest stumbling blocks is doing that, you know, reframing that mindset of how to, you know, how to be of service and how you're serving your clients, which is, is, is hard sometimes. And because even the about page, the about page is the second most visited page on your website. Your homepage is the first, your about page is the second. Even your about page should be about you, about them, not about you. And the way you do that is say, you know, I've been, you know, here's my story. I've been there. I can relate to you because I've been where you are. So I'm, you know, so that becomes about them. And that's the biggest thing is getting that switch. <laughs> nice. So what are the, some of the things somebody's looking at this and they're going, uh-oh, I don't want Lori to audit my website. So if they go onto their website and they see things like what they need to call you. Um, if they see I, if they see me, if they see, um, if they don't see enough we's, them's, or you's, then that's, that's one of the immediate triggers. And that's the first thing I look at when I go on somebody's website, say, are they talking to me or are they talking about them? And it's, it's, I can do this for you. My company does this for you. Um, we can help you do this versus you have this problem. This is, this is what you do. Let me, you know, let's solve it for you. Cause we, we understand it. Nice. I love that. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start the journey with you? Yeah, they can go to ignitingyourbusiness.com and on my contact page, ignitingyourbusiness.com forward slash contact are all of my social medias. Everything is there. You can, you can follow me on, on Instagram and I also have my podcast that you were just a guest on. They can go to the Encore Entrepreneur podcast and see all my information there as well. And listen to the podcast. Absolutely. Love it. Awesome. And of course, we will have all those links in the show notes for you peeps. You know that. So Lori, I have to ask you, at what point in life did you know you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? (laughs) Um, Well, as I mentioned earlier, that was in the mid nineties and it wasn't, it wasn't a conscious decision because it wasn't a thing. Then it was, I was the business I was working in. I was giving my boss 50% of my profit for him to handle my receivables. And that's all he was doing at that point. It was like, Hey, wait a minute. I can, I actually had a computer. We were still doing invoices on a typewriter with carbon paper. I can do my own receivables. Thank you very much. And left and, and became an entrepreneur before entrepreneurship was cool. (laughs) And and in that entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial journey, we all have some foolies and some mistakes that we have, um, fall down flat on our face, but sometimes it's really funny. Do you have any funny experiences of foolies you made in business? (laughs) Um, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily that it was, it was the morning after I left and I was actually going to turn in my notice two weeks, two weeks before he found out that I was doing my own business. And, you know, at that point you're like, you know, filled your box with your stuff and you're escorted out the door. So I wasn't quite ready. My mailers were not ready to go out yet. We were going to send stamps and postcards announcing my new business. So first thing I did was called my printer. I'm like, okay, I got to have them tomorrow. And the next thing I did was I woke up the next morning. and was like, 
oh, shit, what have I just done? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then reality kicked in. (laughs) Right, right. And then I look over the next few, you know, the next 30 years of my life or 20 years or however many it is. And I've had several of those, you know, crap moments, Mm -hmm. but they, it all works out because sometimes if you don't take the risk and if you don't extend and, and go outside of your comfort zone, you know, I'd still be working for them and paying them 50% of my profit. So you right. have and to. we don't want to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So also I want to ask you, what are, what are some of the things that you love the most about what you're doing right now? I just love getting and like getting into that creative mode of what about this? What about this? What about this? Because, you know, it, while it drives my husband and my son crazy when I do that for, you know, for business owners, as long as we're, as long as we're videoing and transcribing, (laughs) then, then a lot of times some weird stuff comes out of it, but some really good stuff comes out of it. And that's where the magic happens is when you're just in that creative flow and, and let, let things riff. And you're just like, where did that come from? I don't know, but it's, but it's fun. You know, that's the part I enjoy. I love that. I also noticed that you've been taking up doing Facebook lives. I'm loving your Facebook lives. Those are awesome. Do you plan those out or are they just completely spontaneous of, Hey, I got something to say. Yeah, no, it, they come from, I I do too. I do one on Fridays that you were my guest on. And we, you know, we have a specific thing that we talk about. Everybody who comes on owns a business or they have something that they do that they market their business. And so we usually talk about that for you. It was the podcast. How were you using the podcast to market your business? And then from that conversation on the following Tuesday, I will go back and teach to something that we've talked about. So in your case, I talked about how to be a good podcast guest, because a lot of my audience, they may not want to have their own podcast, but they want to be on podcast because it's a great way. It's a great stage to go get your message out and go, go talk about it and go practice a message in some cases and see how it resonates. So that's what we do. Um, I had one recently, well, my client that was, that does the, um, the cleaning we did, a t- she talked about how she used TikTok. And then I came in on Tuesday and talked about some, some, some things about TikTok that as a business owner, we need to decide if it's for us or not. And if it is for you, here's some tics, tips and techniques that you can use in TikTok. Here's some ticks and talks. Ticks and talks. Yeah, say that three times fast. <laughs> that is awesome. Lori, you've been absolutely fabulous. I can't believe how fast time flies when we're having so much fun. Any last words for our peeps? Yeah. Um, like I said, get out as business owners, get outside of your comfort zone. You know, think about what's gonna what's gonna inspire you, what's gonna motivate you, and and take that next step. And because I read a quote recently that says if you don't get uncomfortable, you you know, you're not gonna grow. So get uncomfortable. Awesome. Love it. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And if you're looking to scale and automate your business, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com. Or of course, connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.